Oh. Mike's Daily Podcast. It has been a while, my friend. Yes, and Mike's Daily Podcast. It's been a week. I'm tired. <laughs> it's bleak. And this podcast is very unique. This is episode 2520. And I got plenty of stuff to cover on the podcast, but we'll make it kind of short. But it, you'll want it to last forever. At Cafe Anyway. Mike's Daily Podcast. Somewhere in Podcastro Valley. To the last place on earth. So, Mike's I spend daily several nights last week. Podcast. Three of them, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Teaching someone... Training them, basically. I am their manager, and I'm also training them on how to do a particular job that I hired them to do. Why it's me training them, I don't know. So I'm spending all this time training them, and then I find out today that they won't be able to do the job I trained them for for the next two weeks. Oh, and you know, they need more training. So... Not very happy today. Dad and I got up super early, went to bed super late. I am so tired. I think I have, I think I over caffeinated myself yesterday, as in I drank too much coffee and I think it messed up my stomach. I might even have an ulcer. I'm not sure, but there's a guy that uh, already is taking tomorrow off, so I have to be in for them. And then I have some other employees that may or may not be employees anymore. They show up whenever they want. They got other things going on. So it's just not the best day for FF so 2520. And I, but I thank you for listening to the podcast here. And here's today's podcast picture. I think we'll go with something interesting. How about that? Something recent. See it at mikesdailypodcast.com. Yeah, I don't quite understand. It's uh, too much falls on me, basically. I'm sort of the, the stopgap for a bunch of stuff. And I don't, I don't have the patience and I don't have the health for it anymore. I'm going to be 54 in, a, in less than two weeks. So I guess I don't know if this is exactly what I want to keep doing. The late great Basil the Boxer. Yes. If I still had Basil, if he were still alive, I would have no time for him because this job takes all my time and I'm a stopgap. By the way, I'd like to take a quick moment and wish Angel's Wings to a wonderful cat who unfortunately passed away just a few days ago. Not one of mine, but a friend of mine's cat named Jesse. And he was a really great cat and had lived 15 years, a nice long life, and he's died. So I feel, I feel bad for the owners. One of them is having a birthday soon. And it's just, oh, what a year. What a year. What, what in the world was that about? Oh, and then I paid for earthquake insurance last week because it came up due and I found out for a, from a couple of people a couple of guys who are lifelong 
Bay Area people saying, oh, you don't need it. No, because when there's an earthquake, it's chances are it's going to do damage that won't fall under the earthquake damage report. And you're going to also have issues in trying to get the money back because there's a certain percentage that they pay. Baloney. And the deductible is huge. It's something like $90,000. So you're better off without it. I found that out today. You want to know what else I found out? Because I found out a bunch of stuff. Men are lonely. Yeah. Men are lonely. A YouGov poll in 2019 concluded that one in five men have no close friends. That's twice as many as women. In 2021, the Survey Center on American Life found that since 1995, the number of American men reporting that they had no close friends jumped from 3% to 15%. In the same research, the number of men saying they had at least six close friends halved from 55% to 27%. Why do men struggle to maintain friendships? Women, oh my gosh. Every girlfriend I ever had had oodles of friends. A major study by scientists at Brigham Brigham, Brigham Brigham Young University in the U.S. found that long-term social isolation can increase a person's risk of premature death by as much as 32%. Some have called it the shadow pandemic. It was brought into focus during the COVID-19 lockdown when all of us were isolated and friendships became a hot research topic again, but it had spread around the world long before the coronavirus had so what makes the difference for a man is in investing time on doing something together. It might be meeting up for a pint or arranging to climb a mountain together. It's just, it's very, it's not easy. And keep that in mind if you are a man or if you know a man. Because males are socially lazy what tends to happen is the wife ends up driving the social environment for the household. Middle age is a tricky territory. At this stage of life, guys might drop out of the five-a-side team or family commitments keep them from the after-work drinks or the hobbies they once had more time for. They may have fewer peers in the workplace and friends they see on a regular basis may not be particularly close ones. So there's also this whole thing about the internet and people don't meet in person anymore. So make sure to, if you're a guy, to try and cultivate friendships. That came from BBC Science Focus by Ian Taylor. And another interesting thing I heard about was your metabolism. How food powers your body. Oh boy, I don't have I don't have much of the way of any power today. Metabolism, which unleashes the energy in what you eat, may be nature's most electrifying invention. Fire isn't merely a metaphor for metabolism. In the 18th century, the French chemist Antoine Laurent de Lavoisier conducted a series of ingenious experiments to prove that our life force was Fire. Fire. 
As we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valley to the last place on earth. First, he figured out what air was made of. He then, through precise measurements, showed that fire removed oxygen from the air and deposited it in the form of rust. Later, he made a device in which packed ice surrounded a compartment that could be filled with either a lighted flame or a small animal. By measuring how much ice melted, he could relate the energy burned by the flame to what burned by the creature. He even created a respirometer, an apparatus of tubes and gauges that measured a person's precise oxygen consumption as they took on various tasks. He concluded that respiration is nothing but a slow combustion of carbon and hydrogen, similar in all respects to that of a lamp or a lighted candle. Both flames and living beings exchange energy and gases in what's known as combustion reaction. In fire, this reaction runs fast and out of control. Energy is ripped from fuel with violent abandon and nearly all of it is released immediately as light and heat. But life is more methodical. Cells pluck energy from their fuel with exquisite control, directly directing every last drop toward their own minute purposes. Although nothing Almost nothing is wasted. Isn't that fascinating? That from The New Yorker by James Summers. So appreciate your metabolism. And a lot goes into it. Finally, I got this email from my friend Winky. My mom's, my late mom's friend Winky, who sends me emails that she used to send to my mom, sent me this picture of the Flintstones in bed together. That would be. Wilma and Fred And it says The Flintstones Which originally aired In 1960 Was the first Television program Animated or otherwise To show a married couple Sharing the same bed The very first In 1960 They never Before that They never showed A man and a woman In bed together On television But they had to animate them (laughs) Animate cavemen And women With their little Home sweet home Sign above their bed And it wasn't the, uh, the, the the What do you call it The headrest Or the The bed The back of the bed Was a rock Because everything was a rock In Flintstones Thus the name Flintstones And that is Oh we'll, we'll get to that in a moment But we're outside a cafe anyway We're going to get to The Mike Let's go back with Matthews Is what we're going to do uh, But first Let's say hi to some people it's Benita the Rodeo Queen. How y'all doing? It's a disgruntled field pleasure. What? I'm a disgruntled field player, and I'm also disgruntled because there was no red wave, except for in Florida. Yeah. Where the, the last president lives, there was a, a, a red wave there and almost a uh, f- flooding wave because of the hurricane. But the former president didn't want to leave Mar-a-Lago. So, yeah. I guess that's uh, that's going to happen sometimes. Yeah, I think it's all rigged. All the votes, they were mail-in, so they're all frauds. Frogs? Frauds. Fra- the mo- I don't get it. The votes turned into little frogs? Yeah, okay. Look who else is here. Hello, Mike. I make the delicious root beer. Here's the right now. I'm a stopgap. Do you have stopgap roof beer? Yeah, drink right now. Okay. Mm. So good. Yes. 
I kill you. All right. My birthday's coming up. Don't say things like that. All right, here we go. We're going to go back in time. I found this from the early... Ah. <laughs> uh, this is going to be interesting. All right, let's see. Let's see. You want to hear a voice from the past? When I heard this, it kind of freaked me out. Hang on a second. Let's see here. Hopefully this works. Message, press one. To save it, press two. To erase sent October 7th at 3.12 p.m. And by the way, this is October 7th, probably 1996. I'm pretty sure it was 96. Hey, Mike, it's Julie. It's 3.20. I just got home from work. Um, my mom told me you called. I'm going to be over at Laura's in a little bit. So if you want to call me there later, you can. It's 6535245. Okay? Bye. <laughs> that was an X. A very... <laughs> Disengaged ex At that point in the relationship Things weren't going so well So she was going over to her friend Lars Lore Short for Laura Yeah I remember watching at Laura's house Reality Bites That's what I remember about Laura And I think I think she Did she work at a coffee place? I know that ex-girlfriend worked at a coffee place I hope all is well with her I also heard this. I wonder After if I... After Theater, I want to miss it. It's 3, almost Let's see. 8 p.m. Your father called you. I would like to talk to you sometime if you would give me a call. Thank you. Wow. When you hear your late End father's... To repeat the message, press 1. To save it, press 2. Message saved. When you hear your dad's voice... From years ago It's very chilling You know Movie stars That had movie star dads Actually dad was kind of A movie star In his own way Because he Starred in a couple of movies If you see Continental Divide He's got a part in there And a couple other movies But that Just to hear his voice I heard that I had it on a cassette And it just Just chilled me Also It gave me chills Also I heard this Stage voice four, four. Called to tell you as ironic as this sounds, in an upcoming episode of The Marshall, I'm going to be playing a DJ. I don't have the, uh, the date that's going to be telecast yet, but I'll let you know in due time to watch. So I hope you're having a pleasant week. And yes, I already talked to the receptionist. She is a very kind human being. That's Tim Riley, and that was from 1990. That, okay, maybe this recording was a year earlier in 1995, but do you remember that show called The Marshall? It had that guy, I think that guy had been in the Lawnmower Man movie, that Stephen King movie. And one more. That's right. Thanks. Bye. Next message. Okay, this voice is is someone who was pretty important in my life. Man, thanks for doing the promo on uh, Clay Walker. It sounds real good. I do like it. Just right. Thanks. Bye. That is the voice of Mark Hill, who is no longer with us, but he was my boss for 11 years. And really had faith in me in the early days of my radio career. I worked at K-Hey, all that stuff you hear me. I'll, I'll, next podcast, maybe I'll have some K-Hey stuff. But yes, it was all because of him that I was able to do the Santa Fe Cafe. And he got me started with that. So some very memorable voices 
And this guy, I have no idea to this day who this was. Wow. <laughs> ah, some fun stuff I found on cassettes. All right, now, the segment called The Mike Matthews New Tunes Feud. We're going to play two songs. You tell me which ones you like better. Uh, we're going to play this one. From an artist you may have heard of Named Taylor Swift But this is a special Jada G remix of this song Okay Yes Taylor's very big once again With that song So do you like that song Or do you like this one from Maraschino, La Maraschino, and this song is called High Desire. Let's listen to this here. Alright, which one do you like better? 336MM daily, 3 plus 3 equals 6MM as in Mike Matthews daily as in what this podcast will try to be if I don't go completely crazy first. But yes, do you like the Taylor Swift or do you like the Maraschino? Do you want to go with a big well-known name or a slightly more obscure name? Call me 336MM daily and for more ways to reach me, it is A-Frame. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.